someone's cursing my lord late night lunch someone's puffling my lord late night lunch someone's growing my lord late night lunch oh lord late night lunch this is a post watershed production a warm and sticky welcome to the womb of post historical apathy Stewing in my own juices is Aaron Bliss, and if you thought switching from first to third person mid-sentence was outrageous, wait till you meet my co-conspirator, the always aroused Michael Large. <laughs> always aroused. Thank you very much. Welcome to another edition of uh, Late Night Large. And uh, today's show uh, is going to be about transgression. Call it sin, crime, misdeeds... Uh, delinquency, ill-doing, immorality, depravity, ungodliness, call it what you will. We're going to discuss transgression in all its unholy glory. We we decided to uh, phrase this in the context of the seven deadly sins. Mike, give us your opening thoughts on that sin. Is it something you feel like you're guilty of? Not quite sure what you're trying to say there. Um, <laughs> be I think careful. you're well aware of what I'm trying to say. Be careful, all right? These are onions, but they make you cry. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, I'm not. Thank you very much. Ah, no. Uh, in, what What's my opinion on gluttony? Um, it's a sin, don't do it. Well, the definition of gluttony is generally habitual eating or drinking to excess. So we could probably... Drinking to excess? Yeah, we could probably e- include consumption of narcotics or alcohol. In that case, sorry about me. I uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty gluttonous. Would you say that gluttony is uh, de rigueur these days? As yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you just look at our ridiculously unregulated food industry, uh, where you know I'm not sure if trans fats have been phased out now, but obviously saturated fats are a big concern. Addictive components in junk food. And uh, obviously the massive obesity epidemic that's spreading across the country. The world. Uh, wow. I, I don't think Africa's really suffering from it, but... You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Gluttony, Mike. Do you think it's the en vogue uh, sin of of the modern day? Y- well, yes. More so than, yeah. more so than the other sins that are kind of, you know, cyclical maybe as well. Well, no, I don't know if I'd say more so than all the it's it's one that's easy to point out and and things isn't it I, I... okay well let me put this to you some people might say that gluttony is a pretty harmless sin because for instance it, you know some people might argue that it only affects the person who is a glutton uh, you know as opposed to other sins which impinge on other people I disagree I disagree with that go on uh, only affects the person that is a glutton. No, uh, not at all. I mean, obviously, it depends it's for, for, on the uh, on the situation. Take someone who is gluttonous with food and that their eating habits habits to a ridiculous point, and they become unhealthy as a result. How does that not affect their family? You know, their friends and, and their family. I mean, it, 
So I think anyone that would say it's you know it it just is just uh, or the national health that, service. Well, yeah, it, anyone that would say it just affects that particular person is selfish. Oh, okay. And probably gluttonous themselves. <laughs> Controversial. See, you could also potentially add things like uh, smoking, chain smoking. You would argue, could argue is a form of gluttony. Anything, mm. anything done above moderation, that's you know for personal gratification. You could argue is gluttony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you could. You're right. Um, so yeah, I guess smoking, chain, chain smoking. I guess that could be construed as a. Uh, a gluttonous activity, I guess. Um, so, okay, just just to round this off, where do you rank gluttony in, in the in the seven deadly sins? Where would you rank it near the top or the bottom in terms of most serious uh, effect on the person and those around them? Uh, I'm trying to remember the other ones, mate. To be honest, uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Ask me at the end. Ask me at the end. I'll, I'll rank. I'll rate them at the end. There you go. Okay, we'll 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 have a rank of hell that you condemn the uh, sinners to at the end. Right, Mike. Any opening thoughts on sloth as a seven, as a deadly sin? No, not really, mate. Can't be bothered. <laughs> Very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, sloth, idleness. I think all things. Well, I, I'm not gonna. Yes, perhaps I can be accused of being guilty of. <laughs> I'm also gonna throw something in there that um, it occurred to me that uh, if you divide the left and the right wing. Uh, thinking into their extremes uh, sloth would probably be what the left wing is uh, most characterised to fall into whereas greed would be what the right wing is characterised as anyway, maybe a thought for later I I think I remember reading that it's not so much meant as uh, it's not so much meant as idleness as uh, being someone not fulfilling their potential so someone basically being gutless, not not reaching for their ambitions, not not a not pulling their weight, basically. Yeah, again, perhaps some people could accuse could accuse me of that. Perhaps I'm not the best person to <laughs> to, to lecture. Right, this isn't a, other people. This isn't about, a persecution. It. it sounds like a persecution. But no, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, perhaps I'm not the the best person to. To lecture other people on, the, on do you the... think sloth is the easiest sin to fall into? Yeah. Oh no, they're all pretty easy. Would you say apathy could be described as sloth? For instance, well, let me give you an example: political apathy. So, say uh, decisions are being made by the state, whichever party's in power, and you you get very very pent up and angry about all these decisions. They're affecting you negatively, but you you don't protest in any way or express yourself in any way you just slump your shoulders and think I just I just can't be bothered and are completely apathetic about it yeah, yes I... and, and the same thing you know say for instance you live in a rough neighbourhood and you see bad things happen to people all the time from I don't know criminal gangs or whatever and you don't step in you don't say anything about it you, you stay in the shadows is that sloth as well I'm not so sure that last example that you I mean because for example, the last example you get. For example, exa- example, 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 um, example. No, uh, the example you gave. Uh, I mean, that's. I, I'd say there are other reasons why you wouldn't step in or do anything about it, like personal safety. I, I wouldn't call that sloth. No, but but is is the basis of sloth in cowardice? That's what I'm trying to say. 
Play, I, plagiarism. I'd, I'd say a lot, yeah. Not solely, I wouldn't say, but yeah, a majority of the time, I think you could you could base it or, or bring it back to to cowardice. Yeah. Um, sorry, I jumped in there. Another thing that came into my mind: plagiarism. Would you would you class plagiarism as sloth? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Got caught out on that, didn't I? Oh, you yeah, got caught out. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, so I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. Yeah, A levels got caught out twice. Got caught out twice. Idiots. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Now, I th- I personally think plagiarism, and you know, and it is, yeah, definitely falls c- in the sloth. C- certain people would also argue that copyright theft and piracy would be sloth. That's slightly different, but. Um, slightly different but I can see the point you can yeah so like we say sloth you know it, sometimes it's looked upon as a harmless <laughs> sin you know idleness people just wasting away on the sofa when they could be out discovering the world although from what we've discussed you know there are other things to other elements to it cowardice not not pursuing your ambition not uh, reaching to get what you want in life and obviously plagiarism you know sucking the inspiration out of other people so yeah, sloth I think is uh, quite a, has more dimensions to it than we thought, which leads us into the next uh, sin we're going to debate, Mike, which is pride, and I'm sure it's a, a sin that uh, you're well familiar with. Yeah, uh, well, thank God I'm pretty. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, well, yeah, I have a, I think pride. I mean, sin, is it? When we talk about pride. I guess we're talking about vanity, narcissism, but then you also have self-delusion, don't you? Not personally. <laughs> Pride, anyway. Um, I think most people would uh, would perceive this. I think the classic example people would perceive is especially a woman who, or a man who believes they are God's gift to the opposite sex. Uh, yeah. Which suits yeah. you well, to be honest, Mike. Yeah, because yeah, they're all wrong. Clearly, I am. Okay. A good, a good contemporary context for pride, cosmetic surgery, the boom yeah. in modern cosmetic surgery. Do you think? I mean, surely this is down to pride. As, as I mean, along with gluttony, probably a very contemporary sin. This, <coughs> um, yeah, cosmetic surgery. Obviously, that would be mm, pride. But there, there are different reasons, aren't there? Obviously, obviously, there are different reasons behind it. True, like reconstructive surgery. No, I mean, okay. You can't count that. I think you know uh, what I'm talking about. But then there are, there are different reasons why people do it, aren't there? Even take away obviously reconstructive surgery and things. There are some people do genuinely have like I know what you're going to say. Issues. I know what you're going to yeah and things. But is that not pride? Uh, yeah, of course it's pride. Because but, because okay. what I'm trying to say is we think of pride as you know oh some arrogant so and so who's up their own backside, but what we really mean is surely pride is taking too much or, or placing too much importance on how one looks who decides if it if it affects your whole life you know you can't leave the house you can't talk to people or anything because you're so obsessed with perfecting your body or your face does that not fall into pride yes it does but is it then you got to ask yourself is it a sin is it a sin to want to look good I mean luckily for me, I was I was born this good. <laughs> I, I would there, there is, before there, that came out. There is a uh, there is a saying that uh, some are born great and some have uh, greatness thrust upon them. I was I was born great, and uh, if you're lucky, then I will 
thrust greatness upon you. There is another. Uh, there's another saying that anyone who quotes that is a vacuous so and so. But <laughs> that's fine because I don't know what that means. Clearly, very proud of himself. <laughs> okay, let, let's let's talk about his ego, the the power of the ego. I think you could definitely put this on heads of state, you know, dictators, tyrants, despots. Now, surely that's pride. For instance, killing backbench rebellion, uh, making very unpopular policy decisions, going into war. I'm going to pull the obvious example of Tony Blair going into uh, the unholy Iraq Union with George W. Bush. Was that was that an obscene example of pride coming to the fore? Would uh-huh, his so own it, ego? I guess that depends on your opinion on it, doesn't it? I mean. Your your opinion will be different to probably mine and probably half the other people. I would be very surprised listen. if there's a person listening to this show that thinks the war in Iraq was justified. But yeah, okay. What I'm trying to say is, heads of state, politicians, uh, it, to be honest, anyone in power, surely they suffer from pride, especially when they're making unpopular decisions. Let's say, for instance, I don't know, bankers, who yeah. who are shamelessly shamelessly pilfering obscene bonuses when I say shamelessly to the complete disregard of everyone paying for their mistakes surely that's pride again or are Blasting. we treading into greed greed yes anyway greed. yes greed. anyway that's the end of our pride discussion we're going to move on uh, with our next track which represents envy the following section has been removed due to copyright infringement sorry about that fight the power Okay, so envy, Aaron. You are probably a good person I, to get us going on this one. <laughs> I had a feeling. Well, so if you represent pride, then I supposedly represent envy of your pride. Is that what you're trying to say, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, not so many words. No, not at all. No, good. Anyway, en- envy, covetousness. You know, the grass is always greener. That's a good way of summing up, summing up envy. Indeed. Any thoughts, Mike? I don't suffer from it, so I mean, why would I? Why would I envy <laughs> anyone, man. any any man, anyone else? Why would I? Yeah, you know, I know what it's like to be envied. <laughs> <laughs> um, As you can see, well down the path of uh, the pride sinner. Anyway, envy. As I said, grass always greener, but. On, for instance, we could say grass is always greener, i.e. it leads to the kind of decisions which means that you leave, uh, for instance, a partner who's been very good to you uh, to shack up with someone else, or it leads you to leave the family um, that you've been with for decades because you know you see something fresh and new. These kind of things, would that be based in envy? But a lot of people would say that envy... Again, like all sins, I suppose, in moderation, envy fosters ambition. Which counters sloth. Yes, it could do. Again, what we're talking about is extremes, aren't we? Can you imagine, I mean, the the extremes where, where people are so bitterly envious of someone they perceive to be far superior to them that it ruins their own life. And potentially, I mean, let's, let's face it, can have fatal consequences. Like, for instance, yeah. the, the obvious is uh, the crime of passion. That's based in envy, isn't it? If someone takes your partner. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one classic extreme. A- any other thoughts, Mike, on the how envy can affect a person? <coughs> Sorry. What, what about uh, class envy? Class Cla- envy. Let's talk about that. Well, do, you, do you think that that still exists? Yes. Yeah. I, and obviously, it, it does. And there are still there are people that get bitter about it, and there are. Mm. Yeah. Can I throw in another contemporary concern? Would you say that again, the modern age has thrown up a new form of envy, and it's uh, it's it's not an envy and. It's not an envy like any that we've known before, because normally an envy is envying someone who has something you wish to have, or in a position you wish to be in. Jealousy, isn't it? Yeah, this new envy I'm talking about is the, uh, let's say, the stigma of uh, people on welfare. Okay. Mainly driven by the right-wing so, media. So for, for instance, state. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's what they coin it as. In other words, it's an envy based on not something, not a desirable situation you want to be in, but an envy in which you feel like you're working to support someone else. You're hard done by. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that sometimes. To be honest, I don't earn very much money, and then the tax man comes along and takes away a lot of it, and you know, and then there are people that don't have a job that find themselves with more disposable income than I have. Do you know anyone personally who does that? I'm not going to name any names. Really, uh, y- but yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I'd also like to just to balance the uh, the debate up. Would also like to uh, mention people born into wealth and extreme privilege who then potentially give into sloth and other sins uh, because everything's uh, been paid for for them. So that's the opposite end of the scale. But yeah, again, a, a good discussion on envy. There, we're going to move on to our next sin again: lust. <coughs> a uh, favourite topic of mine. No, um, <coughs> you're right. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's taking taking some leave. <coughs> Lust is. I mean, sin. Yeah, I guess so. Can lead to uh, to sinful acts, can't it? Lust. Everyone's opinions different on it, and mine will probably be different to all of yours. Derives originally from uh, prostitution uh, and things like that as a, as a sin so I mean lust in, in that form obviously is, is, is derogatory and, and not uh, and not good so I've never ever wh- fallen foul of uh, <laughs> of the lust sin of course I mean let's face it it's the probably the most fun of the, all the sins Carnal instinct, whatever you want to call it. I, I think it's the, uh, it's definitely that. I would say it's the. I was going to say the hardest sin to resist, but it's, it's the most obvious sin that's the hardest to resist, is what I meant. I think uh, almost everyone is driven by uh, desire for. People they it's may or may not have basic uh, animal instinct. It's we're, we're a all, desire to reproduce. We're all wired to uh, to be lustful, and I mean, to to label it a sin. I mean, I I don't. But 
from what you were saying. If, if its origins oh, yeah. are in the oldest profession, yeah, then of course. a lot of people see prostitution as a very wrong okay, thing. I'm not, I'm not saying I endorse uh, prostitution, but to, you know, lust is you know, okay, there are varying degrees and ways of expression, expressing, expressing lust, aren't there? And yeah, okay, prostitution not good. Okay, that's that's pretty standard opinion, uh, one that I also share. But I mean, to to label the the feelings of of lust that we we will have through no fault of our own as a sin, that's pretty harsh. Let's not forget that it wasn't a million <laughs> years ago when uh, the church condemned masturbation, and in fact, obviously in parts of America still and uh, other devout fundamentalist areas masturbation still seen as evil because it's surrendering again to lust it it depends again yeah it depends on on your beliefs and beliefs and time and opinions change on these sins and the definitions of them i guess change as well they have changed as as time goes on and they will go on to change again in the future i've no doubt okay i mean let's for instance <clears throat> just controversial territory, but take it to the extreme version of an uh, uh, example of rape. I mean, clearly it's not totally driven. It's obviously related to power, but obviously lust plays a part. I mean, that could be the extreme version of a crime instigated from that particular sin, do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can... Okay, yeah, a crime instigated... Okay. In, in other words, I mean, I mean for instance, <laughs> for, lust, for lust to be a sin... Yes. Excuse the coughing, by the way. For lust to be a sin, it means you have to surrender to it. Now, if you're finding a, a sexual partner consensually, and then maybe, I, I guess, remaining monogamous to that partner or whatever you've agreed, that wouldn't necessarily constitute surrendering to lust. According to your belief. I mean, we weren't made to be monogamous. We're, you know, we weren't. That We're meant to reproduce... <laughs> We don't need to go around and find as many partners and pop repopulate and. Do you believe this, listeners? <clears throat> I've got to say that um, I'm glad we ended it on that because uh, it's a very controversial <laughs> and brilliant point that Mike makes. Please tell us if you uh, think that that's a horribly misogynistic comment it's uh, not on the Facebook page. Anyway, we could go on about lust all day because, uh, quite frankly, we all succumb to it time and again Mike we could obviously talk about this all night but let's try and keep it short and snappy we're going to talk about greed Mike what is what, what do you think of when you think of uh, the sin of greed well obviously something that comes to mind that you've already mentioned in the show the uh, the, the, the bankers taking massive bonuses uh, for themselves despite the economy spiralling into crap uh, and you know that that's that's the first thing that probably springs into most people's head okay let's uh, let, I mean let's unfold the base definition of greed uh, I would say probably the definition of greed would be amassing far more than you might need at the expense of other people is that fair yeah I, don't, not, I wouldn't say it's always at the expense of other people but let's be honest what, what, it is I mean, most what, of the time, isn't it? I can't imagine a situation where it's not the expense. I mean, for instance, well, okay, what, what you say, greedy, gr- is in, yeah. So, okay, I'm I'm gonna buy, 
I'm not gonna I'm gonna go to the shop, I'm not gonna buy one chocolate bar. I'm gonna buy fourteen chocolate bars. Like, I'm, I'm gonna sit at home. That's gluttony. I'm gonna I'm, hang on. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna get home and you know, my little brother's gonna be there, you know, my mum's brought him round. He says, Can I have one of those? I say no. You know, that that's greed it is it, it, oh, it's, yeah, anyway, no that that that, that, I think that is gluttony, point. yeah. And oh, it is I at the expense of someone else. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the point I was trying to not to... Pr- <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay, right? I suppose it becomes... Yeah, that only becomes... Now, greed. if... Mm. Let, let's talk... I mean, let's expand this into the bigger picture. Greed, you know, the obvious... You know, the ba- the banking situation is an obvious example of greed. The The banking sector have been almost not regulated at all since... Uh, I don't know about 1979 onwards but basically greed we all think of the obvious version of greed is the banking situation where people amass more and more money for themselves and unfortunately we're in a political situation where the uh, wealth of the country is being channeled to the super rich rather than the middle class which is again a big reason why our economy is uh, just kaput but it's not just money is it it's not people just amassing money at the expense of everyone else it's amassing other things, and I'd say that the biggest version is uh, the the Earth's resources. Now we live on a planet with, let's face it, I'm afraid it, there's a finite amount of resources on the planet. The planet isn't, the planet is expendable. We can't continue mining uh, materials, uh, cultivating agricultural land, building concrete on top of swathes of green land forever. There's only a finite amount. And for massive corporations and states to go into, say, poorer nations and to, you know, basically purloin their minerals, ores. I mean, you know, you get the ridiculous situation of uh, of countries that are so poor they can't feed themselves, having to sell their food to wealthy countries just so they can stay afloat. But, I mean, greed, that, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about looking at yourself and your select group of people as opposed to the bigger picture. Selfish. Yeah, ideally it's selfishness, but it could also be, you know, looking at yourself as in the people in power. You know, let's tyrants, uh, dictators, whatever, when they're mistreating their people, I mean, that's greed again, isn't it? Maintaining the status quo where the status quo means the people at the top get almost everything. A position, let's say, where the top... 10% 10% of the population own 80% of the wealth yeah it's all based in greed isn't it well a lot of places it's worse than that isn't it yep um, okay well <clears throat> we are kind of running out of time here so let's merge greed into the final sin which uh, we're going to end on with a song but uh, we, we're just going to you know when greed gets too much as we've seen in the Occupy movements which uh, let's hope just a harbinger of the protest to come it could very well lead to our final sin, which is wrath. You will feel my wrath. Mike, what does wrath mean to you? Uh, it means don't get in my grill, or <laughs> uh, or you'll feel my wrath. Well, it's like you said, it it could it can be a consequence of uh, of people deciding they've had enough of other people's greed, or it, in fact, it can or come as a consequence of any of the. Other deadly sins, especially lust, I'd say, is quite a big one, and envy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah in a big way, lust. I mean, 
that you know, it's obvious how that can lead to uh, to wrath. So wrath, let's face it, anger is a natural, again, a natural emotion as part of a human, but being a human being. But wrath, I'd imagine, as a sin, would be, and again, the ideal characterization of it would be to enact hateful and probably violent um, retribution or, without even retribution, just violence enacted against another person. Do you think that's that's what wrath means, or do you think it's, it's even more abstract than that it, you know is it shouting at someone angrily insulting someone yeah I think so I, I, bullying someone bullying someone yeah it, I think <clears> that <throat> it all comes under the same umbrella I think so yeah I, I'd say that all is uh, I'd say yeah it's, uh, comes under the wrath umbrella right yeah um, to tell you the truth we've basically run out of time now hope you enjoyed this enlightening discussion on the seven deadly sins uh, we're going to wrap up Late Night Large for tonight. Mike, anything to add before we go? No. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, in fact... Try not to, uh, if you can. I know it's hard. Uh, be good people. Live your lives how God would want you to. <laughs> and don't fall foul of uh, the seven sedly... Sedly? Sedly dins or the deadly sins. Stay away from them as well. Yes. Uh, what we're trying to say is maybe you should... Uh, enact the seven heavenly virtues instead of uh, diligence humility charity chastity patience kindness and temperance not so much chastity (laughs) 